Welcome everyone to the Pure Wrestling Show podcast. My name is Greg Frabel. You'll be getting about five minutes of me here for the beginning of the show before I hand things over to Kyle and Don. Uh, this is going to be my first podcast here on the show, so uh, bear with me as I get used to things and how it all works. Um, little background on me, uh, those of you who attended the first ever Pure Wrestling Federation show that took place in Scranton, Pennsylvania a couple years back. It was at the Lackawanna College uh, Recreation Center, whatever they use it for now. To me, it'll always be the old school CYC, the Catholic Youth Center. Tons of old WWF shows used to happen there. Went there many times as a kid. So to do uh, ringside commentary for a show there was like a mini dream come true for someone who grew up in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, those of you who were at that show also would have noticed uh, guys like Joey Janela, who's now wrestling for AEW, All Elite Wrestling. Uh, Renee Michelle was also at that show. Uh, she also appears on AEW. And there's also a picture floating around somewhere on the internet of me, my color commentary partner that day, Ken, and Sanjay Dutt, who was at that show. Uh, he stood next to our announce table and was banging on the ring bell there and someone took a really cool picture of it and I was never able to find that picture so if anybody happens to see that picture floating around the internet feel free to send it on my way. Uh, a little about what I'm going to be doing here on the show is it's going to open up with me for about five minutes and that's it. I'm going to be usually doing a little bit of a breakdown of a legendary wrestler or we're going to be doing a thing called This Week in Wrestling where we're going to be talking about certain events, shows, Things that happen to certain wrestlers during that particular week in time. But today, all I'm going to be doing is a quick breakdown of a legendary wrestler. I was asked to do Ric Flair. Now, Rick's been in the news a lot lately, uh, but what we're going to be focusing on is the wrestling part of that. I'm sure some of you heard the other stuff that was going out Ric Flair, but that was all debuted. That wasn't Ric Flair, which is a funny joke. So we're not going to focus on that. We're going to focus more on Ric Flair's release from the WWE and him returning home to the NWA, which is, you know, those of you who are big wrestling fans know that's really where Ric Flair and the whole Nature Boy kind of came to life in professional wrestling. Um, so what we're also going to be breaking down is like the favorite matches of that particular legendary wrestler. So, to get started with Ric Flair, first of all, the whole NWA thing, uh, Rick's already appeared uh, in some un NWA shows. He uh, accompanied his son-in-law, who, uh, you know, Ric Flair's daughter, we all know Charlotte Flair. That's his uh, son-in-law. He appeared in a AAA Worldwide on August 14th. Uh, he just came out as his son-in-law's manager. He got in the ring, threw a few, you know, Ric Flair chops, did a few woos, and, uh, Got some action in the ring, and for Ric Flair's age, like that's really cool to see Ric Flair still in there doing his thing, which I think personally had a part to do with why he wanted his release from the WWE. Uh, basically, all he ever did in WWE was would walk Charlotte to the ring every now and then. He really didn't do much else. I think here in NWA, obviously we're not going to see a Ric Flair putting on the tights and getting back in the ring, but I think you're going to see him doing more physical things and getting more involved in matches. Um, he's going to be appearing at NWA 73 wrestling event at the Chase. That's going to be on Sunday, August 29th. 
basically to almost 30 years after winning his first NWA championship. As you know, Ric Flair was a 10-time NWA world champion. And my favorite match of all time for Ric Flair had to be going back to 1990s, WCW Great American Bash. Now, people will say, well, he lost that match to Sting. Granted, he lost the match, but I thought, for me, one of my favorite all-time Ric Flair matches. Um, you had the uh, Dudes with Attitudes at ringside. Uh, Junkyard Dog was one of them. Uh, they were basically at ringside to keep the Four Horsemen from getting involved with the match. They wanted to keep this like a one-on-one Sting versus Ric Flair match. Just a lot of interaction, different guys coming to the ring. A lot of action going on. I thought it was a really, really well-done match. Even though Ric Flair ended up losing the match, it's still one of my favorites. Uh, you know, Macho Man versus Ricky Steamboat, one of my all-time favorite matches. Even though I'm a Savage fan, he lost the match. Still one of my favorite all-time matches. So, uh, that's going to be about it for me. Uh, they told me to keep this thing around five minutes. I just went over five minutes. That's my breakdown right now for Ric Flair. Uh, like I said, I'm going to be doing a lot of different legendary wrestlers as I get more comfortable and fluid with this. We'll go into more in-depth analysis on the guys, and definitely the This Week in Wrestling, we're going to break down a lot, too. So I'm going to hand it off to Don and Kyle now. That's it for me. I will catch you guys next week. You guys have a great time.